Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. I'm just I, trying to get you to see a dumb joke I made, Bradley. I know, I'd I'm like so to see it. I, I don't know how to do it on uh, uh, the phone. It's it's fine. Um, I'll tell you <laughs> later. All right. Okay. When we uh, when we come back, which is now, the question is this: uh, What are the stay-at-home lockdown uh, projects that you are planning to complete in your home? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk one zero seven one. And the reason why we're asking is because Bradley. Mm. Oh, you want to know? <laughs> Thanks for asking. So last night I spent a fair amount of time thinking about all of the things like, you know, there are a lot of things we're not going to be doing for the next month. Not that we were already doing terribly much to begin with uh, this whole year. Well, some people um, were. Okay. Sorry, go on. I mean, not that you have an opinion about the Sorry. Matter, but but um, my point was, so I'm going to have probably a little more time on my hands because we're going to be inside a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be in the house a lot more than I probably was over the last few months enjoying the nice weather um however uh or to that end rather um i was thinking about all these fun little projects that i could finally cross off the list so instead of being like womp womp 2020 is so dumb um you know it's an opportunity to kind of like check some of these things off the list and it was really mundane things but that i'm actually really excited about for example clean out and organize my spice cabinet okay you know how to have fun again um and little things like that little projects like that like i also have a i want to organize my bookshelf oh my gosh you totally my life is so sad sound like a party i love it (laughs) but it's stuff that i would not it's it's one of those things you do it's like the things you would do, you think like, I'm going to do that this weekend, and you never do. Because right, because you, you don't want to eat up your something. weekend. You don't want to eat up your weekend yeah. with that dumb stuff that you don't feel like doing. Yeah, but I will be eating up my weekend doing things just like that. So I knew other people probably are on the same page. So um, give me some ideas or share with us what you... Um, what you're going to be doing over the next month or so. 651-641-1071. Holly, just jump in when we get some calls. Well, we have Kristen on the line. Well, let's go to Kristen. Hi, Kristen. What are some of the uh, projects, the home projects you're going to be doing while we're kind of on extra stay-home lockdown orders? I am going to organize my 25 years worth of pictures that are all in shoeboxes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay, I fun. have so many questions for you. 
and not enough time. But are you like, how are you going to go when you say organize? Are you going to like get rid of some? Are you putting them in some sort of like album? Are you digitizing them? Like, what's your plan, girlfriend? Uh, my plan is to get those plastic shoe boxes and arrange them by like years, possibly, and mm. then try and get a baby book together for my daughter because she just realized she doesn't have one and her brother does. I know that Aww. feeling. My twins don't have one, and I feel like I can't even retroactively tell them things like when they started walking. It's rough. Um, right. <laughs> so I feel you. Well, best of luck to you on that, and that is aspirational. Thank you for your call. Um, I, I will say like, I have like big containers of, of pictures and I don't know how to organize them. Well, and big, you know, I have like boxes of photos and stuff, but my biggest concern is I have like years worth of digital photos that are in the cloud yes. that are not organized. Yes. And I, I, this is really morbid, but I was like, God forbid anything were to happen to me. Like, I feel like nobody would have any idea where any of those photos right. were. And there's a lot. And not that I mean that people are like clamoring to see my photos, but there's a lot of family photos and stuff like that that I would love to make available. And I think this would be a perfect time to sit down and begin organizing. Them. Yeah, right. And actually mm -hmm. kind of enjoyable, right? To be able yeah. to go through that stuff and kind of give it a home. Um, 651-641-1071. What are some of the projects that you're kind of setting aside to do over the next few months or a few weeks while we're kind of home a little bit more and not able to do as many things? Um, Holly, do we have any other callers? Not yet. Um, Bradley, I see your arranging your spice cabinet and uh, organizing me. your books. And I raise you going through all of our closets. Oof. That's a, t I mean, like a closet would be a great start. So but why all the closets? Well, because here's the thing. This is the thing that nobody tells you when you have children. And it seems logical and it seems like something you should understand, but you don't realize it until you're in it. And then you're like, OMG, you spend so much time going through kids' closets because they grow so damn fast. Oh, sure. So, like, especially when they're babies, they change sizes, like, every three months for a yeah. while. Mm -hmm. And you are constantly turning over your clothes, and you have to have a system. Nobody really tells you that before you have children. Yeah. And so you end up putting all your time and energy toward the kids' closets and never mm -hmm. your own closet. Oh. And so now we're, where we are now is, like, we've moved some bedrooms. My boys used to share a closet. They still kind of do share a closet, but they also don't wear clothes that get hung up because they're because they live in sweatpants. So, like, I need to go through and just go, okay, we have no use for any of this stuff anymore. I don't even know what sizes we have going places. I don't know. So I just think these are good clothes that could find a good home that somebody could really use, and they're hiding in my closets right now. Yeah. So that would be something well, I would fun, love to do. I mean, honestly, it sounds fun to tackle because you would have such a feeling of accomplishment. Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing. Like, we can all sit on the couch and watch Netflix, and we will do that. But there is some sort of accomplishment in feeling like you've gotten one thing done. Well, and right? don't forget also, like we live in the year 2020 and you can actually watch Netflix while you do those things because your television is portable oh, sure. now. Right. Yeah. So like mm -hmm. so it's inter like because I will I will get myself in that um, space of talking myself out of a job because I'd rather binge watch something dumb on Hulu. Uh, but I can bring Hulu with me. Yeah, absolutely. I've done that. Like when I I have a little um, 
like pantry area. And if I want to go downstairs and organize it, I just bring my iPad yes. with so I can have something to keep me busy. Yes. <laughs> Jane's on the line. I know, right? Hi, Jane. What are you, what's the job? Uh, what kind of jobs do you have lined up for yourself over the next few months? Well, I have painting my kids' bathroom mm. and I've, my husband and son are gone until May. So, what? Yeah. So I, I am so excited because I have a, the oldest is 25. So I've been a mom for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So I've got projects galore. I already tackled the bathroom closet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I did both my kids' closets that have moved out and just put their crap in a bin. And then when they finally house, they'll go through it. Oh, I love that. And then uh, regarding the pictures. Yes. I would organize them because I did it by year one time, but I would organize it. And what I've done is organize friends, family, and then each one of the kids. Oh, because, oh that's a clever idea. Because they get mixed up in the years. Yes. And when kids go through them, they never put them back. And really, it doesn't really matter. I love that. No, that's a good so, idea. I've done it twice. And that's what I came up with. Thank you for that And that way, the kids, tip. if at some point you want to just get rid of all that stuff, each kid can take their pile of photos if they want. Yeah. That's and so they, perfect. And, you know, you ask them to clean up. And believe me, at 25, they still won't do it. Oh, I know. I mean, I don't have a 25-year-old, but I was 25 and I didn't I'm clean 45. Up. I don't clean up after myself. It's good Always. that he, It's nice that he admits it. Uh, thank you for your call and good luck with all of your wonderful don't projects. Tell Jamie I said that. He, he's listening. Yeah, I know. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to check in with our friend Zach. What projects is he going to be doing during lockdown? Um, because he's been locked down. Let's talk about Zach Efron when we come back oh, yeah. on My Talk 1071. What is Zach Efron up to? That's the question right now on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Hey, what is Zach up to? Good question. Actually, we don't have a, a Zach sounder, do we? I thought we had like a Zach. No, it's just us being like, Zach, you're so hot. Yeah, this will have to do. Yeah. Remember, Zach is hot. Zach is cool. Zach is no longer in school. I don't know. What? I was going to rhyme and that sounded weird. Um, Zach Efron, actor, is in Australia. It's Australian phobia. Um, and rise we talked about rise of lights. We talked about him being in Australia, <laughs> and I'm sorry. Uh, and most recently, you'll remember he was going to be shooting a film called Gold for an Australian streaming service. You might have been gone when this I happened. I think I was gone when this happened, and and he. But I do know that he he had been in Byron Bay. Yeah, he was in Byron Bay because he like escaped to Australia. Yep, and then he had to make a move because he was going to be doing a movie in another place. So he went to Adelaide, and uh, I I guess this was earlier this month. Um, We have no idea how their production schedule is going to be affected, but we did learn that on Wednesday, which was yesterday there but today today, yesterday. Yesterday um, there but today today. Yeah, so today, yes, today, Thursday, yep. yesterday, yesterday, Wednesday, but that's but, actually two days ago. Anyway, moral of the story, because they're a day ahead almost, yes. 
um, uh, that part of Australia is undergoing a mandatory six-day lockdown. Only six days? Well, they've had a different experience than Totally. I know. I'm just saying, like, when you say lockdown, I think four weeks. Like, Hmm. I don't know why I think that. Why would I think that? But um, but six days <laughs> Shocking. just like such yeah. a, that's like nothing. I know. Oof. It says um, South Australian Premier Stephen Marshall said in a statement, "quote We continue to face our biggest test to date." And I'm like, six days is your six biggest test? Your biggest okay, test. sign me up. <laughs> anyway, um, let's maybe, not make maybe this about I, that. Maybe I should escape to Australia. <laughs> well, if you were a very wealthy celebrity, I you probably could. could. You know, Britney's going to Maui. Mm-hmm. Um. Zach Efron is in Australia, but he's in Adelaide. Anyway, so I saw that he was going to be stuck in Adelaide, and I thought, well, you know, who wouldn't want to be... Okay. <laughs> who wouldn't want to be Adelaide? <laughs> I wouldn't mind Zach Efron being stuck. <laughs> Happy in Thursday, me if my name everybody. Was Adelaide. Okay, anyway, um, I think we're on Friday time, even though it's only Thursday. I know, that bodes well for tomorrow, everybody. Yeah, good luck. You might want to listen tomorrow. Um, he... Uh, th- okay, so that was the story. That's interesting that Zac Efron, y'all are like, who cares, Zac Efron? You you just think he's sexy. Fine, yes, and true. But here's what disturbs me a little bit about this. So um, since arriving in Adelaide, he has been spotted out and about on several occasions. One was at a bar last Wednesday. Um... And I don't know if that's a good idea for Zach Efron. Could you hear what I was saying? Yeah, I think what you said was, I don't know if that's a good idea for Zach Efron. Yeah, because the photo is somebody from Insties, like, imagine hitting Crybaby on a Wednesday, that's a bar, only to see and meet Zach Efron. Mm. Okay, first mm-hmm. of all, I'm I'm jealous. Right, I remember I saw those pictures second when that of happened. All, well, second of all, when did you see that? I say it was like over the weekend, maybe. Well, this was on a Wednesday. Oh, so it must have been last Wednesday. I think Wednesday. it might have been last Wednesday. Okay, but the moral of the story is somebody's serving him a cocktail. Yeah. I thought we weren't doing that. I am I, I am worried about Zach uh, for that reason and others. So it isn't, so I don't know. It's not my I business. Say this? It isn't our business. And I do, I just want to say this because people have said to us alcohol wasn't. The drug, his that drug of choice, he abused, right? So it wasn't his yeah. drug of choice. So maybe it's not that big of a deal. And well, I would just say that it is of concern still. Um, as a person whose drug of choice was alcohol mm-hmm. and not other things. I always liken that experience to, so if you saw... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Me doing crack mm-hmm. or snorting cocaine or some other illegal, well, we're legal substance for that matter, it doesn't matter. That wouldn't be good for me. Right, I would be. So I'm not here to say you. what's good for Zac Efron, but if that were me, mm-hmm. that would not be a good sign. Which is what gives me pause, right. to wonder if things aren't going well. Also, we don't know what his drug of choice was, so I, I can't say, you know, that that's the case. But right. in any case, I am I care for Zac, and I want him to be as somebody who owns a pair of his clothes. <laughs> Somebody who has his socks, I am worried about him. No, I was never given the socks. Oh, that's right. You do have shoes, though. They were supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, I got a pair of pants and a shirt. Okay. Have you ever tried them on? so weird. No! They wouldn't fit. He's like... (laughs) You were about to be disgusted, and then you realized... I mean, I would have if he was like the same waist size, but we I do wouldn't need even to get, get those you a Zach sized mannequin so that you can display those appropriately we, in your house. Do we? Well, what are you going to do? How are you going to display those? Yeah. There's no Planet Hollywood left. I don't, that's true. I really don't know that I, uh, considering that the person that? I live with, that he's going to allow a display of Zach Efron. Compromise makes a good relationship work. You have an office where you can keep that stuff. Uh huh. That's true. So feel free if you can find Find a Zach-sized mannequin. Yeah, I will display it proudly. Anyway, back to Zach (laughs) at the Crybaby Bar having beverages. Yeah. So I'm just a little concerned. You know, I also will say so for the people who think. It's none your business. Okay, but we have we do pay attention to celebrities and blind items, and I will say the blind items are leading us to believe that we should be concerned. Yeah, exactly. For a number of reasons. Because one alleges that his new flame, mm-hmm. is his... Vanessa Valadares, is uh-huh. that her name? Uh-huh. She is his sober, sober coach. coach. And she's yeah. not good at it. Well, From if this the looks is true, of it. then that's correct, yes. Yeah, but also remember the story that we heard about that shock jock, uh, Kyle... Sunderland's yeah, or Sunderland's. He brought him a gigantic bottle of tequila for his birthday and was boasting about how that thing disappeared in no time. Oh, yeah. So yeah. this isn't the first kind of um, <sighs> moment we've had to come face to face with Zac Efron um, possibly imbibing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I worry about him. Zach, call us. We can support I mean, you through this. You're not going to be busy for the next six days. We're not going to be that busy I mean, during the next six we, months. We've got some time, so <laughs> we have some time. We'd love to just, you know, have a positive, yeah, conversation. We will verbally hug you when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. We've got some celebrities behaving badly that we do not want to verbally hug. We're going to call them names and tell you about them after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainor. And uh, we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly, and that name is. Deberg. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. (laughs) 
Who's your D-bag? People Magazine. People Ooh. Magazine. 2020 Sexiest Man Alive. Mm. Mm-hmm. Michael B. It's Michael B. Jordan, right? Yeah, but there's also a bunch of other sexy, right? Oh, yeah. It's like a whole sexy it's like issue. A sexy issue. Yeah. So and sexy doesn't even mean sexy anymore. It just means sexy. <laughs> That's People Magazine for you. Anyway, um, this particular article threw me over the edge because I was like, you people are so lazy. Please listen to the first episode of our podcast, Go Deep in the Shallow. People is a big fat scam. Mm-hmm. Here's the headline. Snacks eating snacks. 17 photos of people's sexiest men alive chowing down. Oh. Okay. And it's literally a uh, gallery of 17 photos of uh, current, past, and previous sexiest men alive eating food. Nobody looks, (laughs) no. Nobody looks sexy when they're shoving wings into their gullet. Even if you had a fetish for celebrities eating food, you would be sorely mistaken, or uh, you would be let down by this gallery. Yeah. Because if you came for, like... A fetish. A fetish, (laughs) you're going to be bummed because only in, like, a very small number of these photos um, are you actually treated... To the the celebrity celebrity actually actually chowing down. down. Well, Michael B. Jordan is delivering... So he yes. has earned the title Sexiest Man Alive because not only is he incredibly handsome, but he's delivering on the promise. Oh, he yeah, is. He's, he's, got, literally... he's got two pieces of pizza going in the mouth at the same time. He is... It's I'm a three. Keep... Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say he was... I'm just not even going to say it. So anyway, but then there's like a photo of like Pierce Brosnan holding a breadstick. I mean, <laughs> you guys, mean? seriously, that does not John... constitute chowing down. Oh, that's not a breadstick. That's a... Oh, oh that's not a breadstick. <laughs> that's not a breadstick. Oh no, gosh. it's a celery stick from his Bloody Mary. Oh, my gosh. That... And, and the caption, by the way, for Pierce Brosnan's quote, remember, we were promised snacks eating snacks. Sexiest men alive chowing down. Chowing down. And then, <laughs> then the caption is Brunch. James Brunch. Oh. Pierce oh, Brosnan, no. who held the title of Sexiest Men Alive, took a bite out of life and some tortilla chips. Okay. Seriously. <laughs> like, this is just, it really ticked me off because when I saw the article, I was like, ooh. Ooh, men eating. (laughs) Like two of my favorite things. Sexy eaters. and food. Okay, put them together. I'm sure that's a winner. Mm -mm. And then there's a picture of Matt Damon, like, like, I don't even know what that is he's putting in his mouth. A skewer? Like a skewer? Yeah, it's like a a chicken satay or something. (laughs) And it's just, it's just, it's really depressing. It's sad. They let us down. I expected more out of my, like I could, I could with the help of Google. Yeah. Give it a couple minutes. Bradley Trainer will find you a picture of hot men chowing down. Yeah. Or at least you could have some fun with it and show them like in their awkward eating faces, you know, like, You know, like when you see an in-between face when somebody's going for a chew or a bite to yeah. take a big honk off of like a, you know, submarine sandwich. You know what the least sexy things to eat are? There's two things. One is... Dog. Oh, no. I was going to say spaghetti. Spaghetti is not a sexy thing to eat at all. You, why? 
It's a mess. Nobody can do it sexy. Oh, sure. Nobody can eat spaghetti sexy. Those dogs did it, Okay, first of all, what can you eat sexy? (laughs) I mean, there are things that people can eat sexy, but spaghetti is not on the list. All right. I also think... You said there were two. I, I know, and I and I, I'm second guessing my second one. I was gonna say pizza, but maybe you could sexy eat pizza. Well, I mean, Michael B. Jordan seems to be chicken wings or sexy. ribs. Ribs. You can't sexy eat ribs. Well, anything with that's finger licking, yeah, that you're gonna get, you know. But the actual rib eating is not sexy. Yeah. Because anything get that you all have to put your in your mouth and like chew off and, and look like, like an animal. Yeah, like instead of just sticking a bite in your mouth. Yeah, wings and ribs are not anything you could eat sexy. I'm glad we had this talk. I I just want People Magazine to do better. You can Andrea do better. Burger. You can do better. Um, you know, I was going to make the blast my D-bag. I had a whole heap and helping of other uh, headlines. Oh, and I yeah. just thought, no, They've... let's take a break from the blast. Oh, let's okay. give them some time to recharge. <laughs> then we'll go back. But I forgot. I had forgotten that I had put this. Uh, I had I'd found this article a few days ago. And I needed to take you all on this journey with a tabloid called Hello. Hello. From, from the UK. From the UK. So it's Hello. Hello. So um, the headline is this, and I was gripped by the headline. Friends star Matthew Perry worries fans after sharing glimpse inside his living room. And then the subheading, the Chandler Bing actor has a stunning living room, but fans spotted something that alarmed them. And I was like, oh, my gosh, did he have drugs out on the coffee table? Because the reason that I am generally concerned about Matthew Perry is he's had some dalliances in the past with uh the demon of addiction right Mm -hmm. so i'm like i'm you know what am i concerned about i gotta see like what's going on in his living room that people are worried about so i go on this whole journey and i'm like okay you know they tell the story about how um uh matthew perry had uploaded an image of his spacious living area which focused on a glass of strawberry quick Mm-hmm. Which, first of all, let's sit with the world that we live in where an adult man is excited about his strawberry quick. What? I forgot it even <laughs> existed. Um, but he was real excited about his strawberry quick. And he captioned uh, the picture that he was probably a little too old for drinking uh, strawberry quick. F- are 50 year olds supposed to be drinking strawberry quick at an alarming rate? And everybody was like, ha ha ha. But then they found something worrisome. About oh, the picture. No. Oh, no. Do you know what it was? Oof. It was that his strawberry quick was sitting on top of his Mac's, Mac's computer. His Mac computer. What? Thank you. Like, oh. they were worried about it, like, ruining his computer? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. I read a whole article, you guys, to get to this. One person wrote... I'm more concerned with the fact that your glass is on your computer. And another said, the fact that the drink is sitting on the laptop is giving me anxiety. And then a third added, it's stressing me out that you're using your MacBook as a coaster. Okay. You guys. That's a fail. That's a fail delivery. I am. That's that's like a one star. How did we do when Amazon drops off a box? That's an unsmiley face. I will never get the time back that I spent worrying about Matthew Perry because of something I saw in this living room shot. And the only thing was his strawberry quick on a Mac computer. Over it. It's ridiculous.
and a waste of our time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, tabloids do that to us on a regular basis. Now would you like some blast headlines? Sure, why not? <laughs> Just for fun? Yay! Um, let's see. Uh, okay, I gotta find this one because I just deleted a bunch, but uh, how about this one? Kelly Ripa drenched in sweat for sexy bedroom workout. Oh. And it literally is a picture of her sweating. Like in a bedroom after she After sweat. a workout. Yeah. There's another one. For those one. of you who don't know, the blast is trash tabloid. They're basically in horny jail constantly because <laughs> um, they just, they are very teasy in their headlines and there's lots of big busted women. Exactly. Like, for example, here, Sofia Vergara hikes up dress and stilettos by a trash can. (laughs) I always get the impression that they're big on, like, attracting people with certain fetishes. Apparently they are. Like, like, remember the stiletto and trash can crowd is really into this story. I guarantee you there are several people who are into trash can stiletto combos. The Venn diagram exists. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, gymnast Nastia Lukanen flips gold medal body in bubblegum two-piece. They're not that great today, guys. The one that really got me, though, that we talked about, like, briefly yesterday, and then, um, but we didn't give it a whole lot of time, was the one about (laughs) Jessica Simpson. What? I just read one. I'm sorry. Go on. Was the one about Jessica Simpson uh, in the three-way? Yeah. And it was about a mirror. Yeah, it was a three-way mirror. What's the one you just so, read? Uh, that's what's his name? Takashi six six nine. nine yeah, six by nine. Six nine. It's just six nine. Um, it says Takashi six nine's girlfriend explodes out of rainbow bikini. Rapper remains MIA. As if, like, she exploded and took out him, oh, and that, he's, like, missing. That's very concerning. Did they go to the Willy Wonka chocolate factory? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, it really is entertaining. Yeah, I think I'm going to give them a little time to recharge. By the way, that, uh, Jessica, gap. that Jessica Simpson headline was, Jessica Simpson flexes weight loss in shocking three-way. <laughs> it was a mirror. It's a mirror. She was showing her body in a mirror. <laughs> yep. Hey, Hey. we're going to be here all night. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, I want to recommend a show on HBO. It's a docu-series and um, it just has begun. So there's only one episode available, but it's unique. It's a true crime docu-series, but it's not like any of the other ones that you have seen. I'm going to recommend it when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, I have a show recommendation. And whenever we talk about the shows we're watching, we do a little here's what we're watching live. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Don't you? Team Cobra presents Here's, here's What We're here. Watching Live. What are we watching? Okay, so, you know, true crime is like all the rage these days, right? Um, And like we just started, we just started watching the second half of the first season, like the second dump of episodes of um, Unsolved Mysteries. 
Um, Which I love. Right? So good. But we're always looking for like a good little true crime docu-series. And there's a new one on HBO Max. It's called Murder on Middle Beach. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know about this. You don't know about this one? Okay, so Mm -hmm. neither did I. We saw the trailer and we both said, well, this looks like it's right up our alley. But, But it's different than most true crime uh, docu-series or shows that you watch. And the reason why is because the filmmaker is the son of the person who was murdered. And he is a film student. I know, right? It kind of gives it an interesting twist. He's a film student. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And he's doing this as a, cl- he, you know, at least, and I don't, I haven't done the, the legwork on, like, what is the timeline of, like, when did he start this project and how did it get to HBO Max, right? So I haven't done that legwork to understand that part of the story because I'm just seeped in how interesting this story is of a kid uh, who was a teenager when his mother was murdered in her front yard in this small town of Madison Beach. Um, And he found out that his mother had been murdered and to between then and the time that he starts doing this docu docu series, he doesn't know a lot about the story. His dad mm-hmm. won't tell him anything that his parents mm-hmm. were getting divorced. She was murdered on the day that she was supposed to appear in court for part of their divorce proceedings. And wow. it's one of those series where everybody is a suspect, mm-hmm. but you don't realize that really until the end of the first episode. So there's only one episode out um, and in the first episode, they really are focused on like tr- him trying to m- connect with his father to get more of the story. But what you find out at the end of the episode is that there's another whole entire storyline that they're about to start to expose. And it has to do with a multi-level marketing scheme. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So wait, there's no. only one episode of this out so, so far? So far, yep. So I can't binge it. You can't binge it for a while. You know, when it's done, you can binge it. I'll let you know. But what is interesting about it is I want to tell you about this multi-level marketing scheme because I have a, a, a recollection of it. You might not know what it is because you're thinking multi-level marketing scheme like, you know, Avon or something. Yeah. Which is a multi-level. Or like here, mar- sell these candles with yeah. rings inside. Colleen. What? Okay. But I would never fall for this one. This one was something that that's that kind of made the rounds in in the in the early aughts, early to mid aughts, um, around the time of the recession. It was called the gifting table. Do you know what this is? No, I have no idea. Okay, so I did some research on it because I had a friend who like tried to pull me in on one of these things, and I was like, "This sounds so suspicious." No. So the way that it works is like this. You know that you can give financial gifts to people and not be taxed as a giver or a recipient up to a certain amount of money. Sure. So the gifting table worked on the premise that there would be a top of the pyramid. So like what it would be like a, the 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 
top person would recruit two people to gift them $5,000 a piece. And then those two people would recruit other people underneath them to give the head of the pyramid $5,000 up to so until they got like $40,000. And then the pyramid would split. And then the two next level people would be the top of their pyramid. And you would always be trying to get people below you to give you $5,000. I know. You're looking at me like that sounds crazy. I can't Woo! do math fast enough to understand how that works. And certainly this was not legal. Sounds like a grift. It absolutely was <laughs> two not. Two plus two equals scam. Legal. And that's the thing about it is like that's how they tried to kind of game the system, right? Because these were all monetary gifts, which yeah. means they were not taxable. Okay. So that's and so it would it ran pretty rampant. And actually what's really interesting about it is um, that a lot of times one of the places where they would see this happen very often when I did my research on the gifting table, um, they said a lot of times it was um, in places where you already had a relationship with a person uh-huh. built on trust and they saw it running rampant in AA, oh, in AA situations where maybe oh. even a sponsor would be getting oh, there. God. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And it, I mean, it, it went south real quick um, and got busted up pretty pretty quickly. But in the when it was active, they were seeing a ton of people going to crazy lengths to try to keep this multi level marketing scheme going. So at oh, the I'm sure. very end of this of this episode, uh, this first episode, and it doesn't. That's not a spoiler alert because you know as you're watching, like something's got to give. Because right now there's only one person that I'm focusing all my, you know, suspicion on. Mm-hmm. They drop this bomb at the end about this, uh, this giving table, and then you start to and and what's but what's interesting about the whole story is that the kid who's the filmmaker the uh, that's doing this docu series, he's learning all of this information as you're learning it. Oh, that's clever. So whoever was filming it, you know, they weren't doing this after the fact. No, this is, you know, he he's going on this journey. And so he's poking around in all of the places in this small town, trying to talk to deputies who were there on the day. Well, it's still an active and open case. And so they can't really tell him much. So he's just trying to get all of the information he can get. And what's fascinating about it is like you're seeing this all unfold in front of you through his eyes as he's trying to understand better who his his mom was um, because he was pretty I mean he was a he was a college student when she was murdered but he realizes in the in the um, in the discovery of this how many family secrets there were how many things he didn't really know about her what was going on between him and her her and his Father, I cannot recommend this enough. It's okay, so what's so it called good. again? It's called Murder Murder on Middle Beach. Murder and on Middle Beach. It's on HBO. It's on HBO Max. And the guy, the filmmaker, is a guy by the name of Madison Hamburg. And the name, of, it's confusing because the name of the city that they're in, in this Middle Beach area, it's I think it's in Connecticut. Um, it's called Madison, and his name is Madison. Um, but he's, he's the one that's like put pulling this all together and you see him, he puts on, okay, just to give you like a little extra, he goes out, his father won't talk to him. He goes out for a beer with his dad and they literally put 
a bug on him so that they, like can, they wire him. They wire him so that he can sit and have a conversation with his dad and we get that entire conversation. Oh wow. It's All so right, fascinating. Sign me up. I would watch that. I know. So, so anyway, it's going to be four parts. Um, you know, I don't actually how know many how parts? many parts it is. Uh, there's only one out, so that's. Oh, I'm just on the journey. I will go as yeah. as long as they need me. Um, and that, when does that come out? I I think it comes out on Sunday nights because that's when we were going to watch it. It we learned about it when we were watching another show that you should be watching, the Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant show, The Undoing. Oh, you like that? I love that show. It's a good one. Do you not like it? Did you watch it? No, I haven't watched oh, okay. it. I'm in busy getting through The Crown currently. Oh, you know what? I wanted to let you guys talk about The Crown. Not let you. I wanted you guys to talk oh, about The thank Crown. thank you. It's so oh. kind of you. No, because I know that like the joke <laughs> is that I haven't caught up yet, but I want to, I do. Maybe we can do that tomorrow because I want to hear your reactions about The Crown because people are talking about it all over the Everyone's place. Everyone's talking about it. Well, no, it's are. a very good show. And to it, me, it's one of the best shows on television. And this season is the one that I'm the most interested in, but I feel like I have to watch all the other ones in order to get yeah. to this. Yeah. Um, so maybe Perhaps we Perhaps we about, shall tune in tomorrow. Maybe we can talk about it tomorrow. All right, when we come back, though, on the Colleen and Bradley show, the question we're asking is, what is the restaurant recipe that you wish you had so you could make it at home? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this. On my talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com/hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.